as the years went on and we were going around to shelters and teaching the volunteers and staff at the shelters themselves how to take better photos, it seemed counterintuitive to turn anyone who wanted to join to help away. I'm Phil Hatterman, and this is Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Today, Lisa prince Fischler tells us how Hearts Speak helps shelter and rescue animals find their forever home. If you're new to this podcast, in each episode, we explore the world of dog care and companionship. We Save Each Other is the motto of Rosie Fund, which simply means the more we do for dogs, the more they do for us, and they already do a lot. If you love dogs, you'll love dog words. We welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions. Go to the podcast page at rosiefund.org to share your thoughts. Please download, follow, rate, and most importantly, share the Dog Words podcast. Celebrate five years of Rosie Fund by supporting our campaign to sponsor 50 dogs. You can donate on our website or Facebook page. You can also contribute by making a purchase from the store on our website or buying a t-shirt at bonfire.com. Links are in the description. Your donations help fund the Rosie Life starter kits that make sure these senior and harder to adopt dogs have some of the items they'll need in their forever home. If you follow Rosie Fund on social media, you'll see the latest pictures and videos of the featured shelter dogs. Subscribe to the free Rosie Fund YouTube channel, and you'll also get Rosie, Peaches, and our entire archive of shelter dog videos. Next time on Dog Words, American Ninja Warrior and dog advocate Rue Yori shares his story. The mission of Rosie Fund is to provide humans with the resources and education they need to give senior and harder-to-adopt dogs a better life. We thank you for joining our mission. Today's guest on Dog Words is founder and executive director of a wonderful organization, Heart Speak, Lisa Prince Fischler. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Hello, Phil. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. I know lots of uh, people who informally do what Heart Speak does, but I think this is just a great idea to formalize it to make it easier for the people who offer the service to be found and the people, the shelters, the rescue groups that can utilize the service to find those providers. So that's the tease for people that, well, what is this heart speak? It's up to you to explain what it is and maybe how you came up with the idea and started heart speak. The reason why I started Heart Speak, I think, is the reason why a lot of us get into this field is because I was inspired by my dog. I adopted a dog, Iggy, in 2005, and just adopting him, I learned a lot about the plight of animals in shelters. He was a pit bull type dog, so he also had a bad image at that time. Mm-hmm. So I started volunteering my photography services at the local shelters and rescues. Then the more I learned about how large the problem was just for animals in general and mm-hmm. shelters. And so I started reaching out to people trying to work together to collaborate because I'm only one person. I created a Facebook page. And, you know, I just thought if I create this space, maybe people will come together, you know, other photographers like myself. And within a month, we had hundreds of people joining. So clearly there was a need and there was a desire to work together. So that is how our first program, Artists Helping Animals, was born. And that's what a lot of people know us as. 
but HeartSpeak has multiple programs now. And within a year of starting the Facebook page, we became a nonprofit, you know, an official 501c3. And um, our mission is to unite art and advocacy to increase the visibility of shelter animals. So there's Artists Helping Animals was our first program. And we've got over 500 members across the country, actually around the world. And we have members in over a third of the 13,000 shelters in the country. But sadly, that's not enough. And so then we created this program called the Perfect Exposure Project, PEP, where we would go into shelters and donate equipment and teach photography and marketing. So we started doing that and taking this program around and empowering the shelters themselves to do the work that some of our photographers do. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, we also have EDU, which is online and it's just educational resources to help do the same. So ultimately, all of our programs aim to get animals in shelters seen and ultimately saved, while hopefully changing the overall image of animal adoption and getting more people into shelters adopting. A couple of years ago, my wife and I, Dawn, bought a house, the one we're living in now, and when we were house shopping, you can go on Zillow, and see the pictures of all the properties that are available. There were houses we were excited about when we saw like the price, the location, the square footage, the features, and then you click on the pictures and boom, you're off the list. Because the photo is taken by someone, regardless of their equipment, it's poorly Mm -hmm. framed, poorly lit, just no I at all for composition and posting too many of a similar thing. Like here's 12 shots of the master closet and no shot of the living room. Yeah. (laughs) And then for selling our house, our realtor brought in a commercial photographer who took pictures that we looked at and thought, why are we moving? This house is gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) It it makes a world of difference when it's properly lit, properly framed, someone just who knows what they're doing. And with so many shelters, you have staff who either don't have the training, don't have a quality camera, by which I mean they don't have a decent phone. Right, that's what it is now. And a lot of times just don't have the time to do anything other than snap a shot of this dog in its kennel, which is kind of like putting mug shots on a dating site. Yeah. And just having the experience and expertise that you and the other photographers have, what are some of the tips that you do give to the people out at the rescue groups and the shelters taking pictures? What do they get wrong? I don't know if I would say what they get wrong, but um, really it's important to meet the animals where they are, you know, consider the fact that they're probably a little bit stressed out and not making them do something they might not be comfortable doing. If they're most comfortable to be photographed with somebody, you know, near them, 
holding them, then that's what we do. If they want to stand and not sit, that's fine. But really just respecting them and giving them the space to be themselves. You see that with the professional looking photographs of the shelter pets, you can see their personality, that they have a personality, that they're not looking frightened, overwhelmed. Right. And what helps with adoption, I feel, is if that potential forever home can visualize that pet as part of their family. Exactly. And if you can see that dog or cat and variety of other animals, happy, calm, content, confident, you can picture it on your couch, in your yard, on a walk, with your kids. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why we always encourage photos showing them interacting with people. And there's multiple benefits to that because, like you said, you can see more of the personality of the Mm -hmm. dog or cat. But also, we are also advocating for the shelters themselves. And so peeling back the curtain and giving people a window into shelter staff and volunteers is very positive as well. We don't want to paint a scary picture or a sad picture. It's amazing the shelters I've been to across the country, every single one, everybody is amazing in there. The animals are all amazing. I feel so ignorant. Every time I go, I'm like, but you're perfect. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing here? But I think the top nine or 10 reasons an animal's in the shelter at all is human related. You know, yes. somebody had to move or... Yeah, it's, it's rarely the animal's fault. And you talk right. about showing the shelter in a good light. I don't think there's any shelter or rescue group that's turning away volunteers. We have enough. Go volunteer elsewhere. If you can show that shelter in a good light, and even if someone's not looking to adopt a dog, but they see the way that dog's being treated, I want to be a part of that. Right. I want to help those dogs. I can see myself there. And so many shelters need support that they have ballot issues for funding or expansion. If all people can picture is this dingy, dark place where there's frightened animals, they're probably less likely to get involved with those either propositions or as a volunteer or to apply to work there. So this is beneficial on so many levels beyond just helping one pet get adopted. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really about changing the overall image, improving or showing the truth, what a lot of us already know, but to the people outside of our choir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your business model for this not-for-profit really fits with what some people consider an ideal profit business. You are facing multiple directions. You're not just selling a product or a service, or you're not just a organization for a particular kind of service provider. You are finding the service providers, giving them an outlet, being a resource for shelters and organizations, and you have your EDU. You you have the flow of service going through you in multiple directions. It's mind-boggling that you've got this all put together. So I want to make sure that everyone who should be accessing HeartSpeak 
knows what's available to them. So first of all, let's talk about what you provide for the professionals, the photographers, the artists. What kind of professionals are you looking for and how do they become involved with HeartSpeak? Well, first of all, they don't need to be professionals. Initially, it was artists, but I would say that primarily photographers were the people who joined. Ten years ago, they were professional photographers and there was an application process. So you needed to take stellar photos and have experience working with animals to be accepted. And that was because we were trying to put ourselves on the map. And in order to do that, we needed a certain type of imagery. Mm -hmm. But then as the years went on and we were going around to shelters and teaching the volunteers and staff at the shelters themselves how to take better photos, it seemed counterintuitive to turn anyone who wanted to join to help away, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're not good enough. So, (laughs) so we, changed our criteria and now you're really just registering to get your information on the map and then we have you know different levels of photographers and everybody teaches one another you know it's all about just sharing all of your information all of your tips and tricks when I first started out I I was reaching out to people that I found online it was amazing how people they were reluctant to share despite what my ultimate goal was, you know, like, can we just put egos aside for a second Mm -hmm. and can we help the animals because they need it, but it wasn't happening. And, and I think that if you look at our code of ethics, because it's important that you agree to them before you become a member, I think we attract a certain type of person. And so you get community Mm -hmm. of people who are willing to share You get resources, whether it's educational videos, webinars, you know, to help you to improve. You get discounts. Well, I think that's a great point. Let's not just blow by that. You talked about you want people who are interested in helping. They don't have to be professionals. If they just take that step to get started, to get connected, to get registered with HeartSpeak, they may not be Ansel Adams right now. But they're going to get better. You're going to give them the tools to improve. And as I mentioned a moment ago, a lot of the time, the shelter staff would love to take all day for a photo shoot with a dog to get the best photos. They don't have that time because they also have to clean kennels. They have to go collect animals. They have to handle adoptions. Just being able to offer your time to take the photographs is going to get a better photo. Yes. Plus, on top of that, the tools, the training they're going to get from being involved with HeartSpeak, they're just going to get better and better. Right. Yeah, I love watching people improve. Also, though, you don't need to have the professional equipment like you pointed out before. You know, cell phones, they're amazing now. Some people think that you need all of this stuff and you know, a certain like equipment and studio equipment and the perfect location But it's really not about that. It's just about framing the shot, that one little spot. Mm -hmm. And now with portrait mode on the cell phone and... Yeah, it does a lot of the decision-making for you. And most people now don't even remember when we were younger and you had to make a choice 
is this worth using up one of the 12 exposures on this roll of film or not? Yes. <laughs> you, yeah. you just keep snapping, put it in burst mode. Burst mode. Get 100 <laughs> pictures of the dog and choose the best two or three. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think um, another thing that the members get is, I don't know if you saw, but we have a stock photo library we've oh, been I, building. Yes. Okay. So regular listeners know I'm also a media consultant. And when I saw the stock images that you have available, why don't more people know about this? Why hasn't this been coming up when I'm doing a search for stock images that I can give exposure to HeartSpeak by using their stock images? Anybody out there who is a website designer or does any commercial graphics, use the stock images from HeartSpeak and give them attribution so that there's more exposure for what this wonderful organization is doing. And those photos are amazing. Aren't they? They're they're as good as any you're going to pay for on all of the stock photography services. I think so. I mean, I think they're actually better. They have more of like a <laughs> they're authentic <fun>. feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and that's the other thing. I want more people to use HeartSpeak, but I'm realistic. I know that there's not going to be as many people using you as people who are paying Getty Images. And when you get a flyer in the mail or a pop-up ad on the side of your email and you go, that elderly couple that's getting financial advice, they look familiar. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because they're the same elderly couple that is buying the timeshare in that mailer you got. Here's your opportunity to get some unique images that not everyone is using. Exactly, exactly. And then when you purchase these images, we give our artist members 50% of the sale, which is significantly more than a stock agency would do. So check out the stock images. And they're just fun to browse. Even if you don't need an image, browse (laughs) the stock images that are available at HeartSpeak. And I'll mention now HeartSpeak.org is linked in the description for this episode, so it's easy to find. And I'll make it even easier that I'll put, in addition to a link to that, I'll put direct links to the stock images and the EDU and all the different programs you offer. Thank you. So make it easy for people to find. So you have this service where people can register to let everyone out there know, here I am. Then how do people find those photographers? That's a good question. We have a map, the artist map on the website. And so if you search by your state using the two-letter abbreviation, artists in your area will come up. You only have, I say only, a third of the 13,000 shelters covered. So if you are someone who's willing to take the time to shoot some photos of pets who need their forever home. There's plenty of opportunities. You've not saturated the entire United States with photographers. There's probably a need for you out there. And then any organization that wants to get some great photos. And if you're a rescue group listening or a shelter listening, assume I'm talking about you. When I say I've seen your website 
you could have better photos than you do. Bluntly speaking, <laughs> you could update a lot of the photos you have of those dogs. And because of the turnover in animals getting adopted, you always need more people taking photographs of the dogs. And not everybody is available every day. So multiple photographers can be helping one organization. So mm-hmm. organizations reach out to HeartSpeak. You also mentioned the different training that you have available, the EDU. Talk a little bit more about what that offers groups out there and photographers. Well, say you have an iPhone. We have information on how to get your best photos. Anybody who's on social media has probably seen an ad for take my photography tutorial. Well, Mm -hmm. here's a photography tutorial that's going to help you with something you actually want to do. Say you have someone taking photos. You already have good photographs. We have some fun overlays. We have a link to an editorial calendar of all the holidays. Every day of the year almost is some day, mm-hmm. you know, National Spaghetti Day or Guinea Pig Day. or <laughs> And we've got a lot of fun overlays that you can dress up your photos to get more attention via social media and whatnot. Yeah, and if you're um, posting on social media, that's going to get more clicks because that's one more thing you can tag it with. It's not just the breed and age and the shelter, but you're also tagging it with spaghetti or, <laughs> yes. or whatever national day that someone exactly. has contrived. Exactly. That's going to get that more exposure on social media. We, we also have um, tips on just marketing, you know, how better to market the animals, how to write better bios, name, inspiration, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of things to just take, I guess, infuse a little bit of fun and, and take away the daily drudgery of it all, you know? And again, show that pet's personality. Yes. Yes. And I can't overstate this. It needs to be a match when someone is giving an animal its forever home and not just an impulse buy. So beyond showing the personality of the dog, and I keep talking about dogs because we're dog rich, but this applies to the cats and the other animals in the shelters, beyond the appeal of a photo or a bio showing a personality and attracting an adopter, it also gives a potential adopter, a realistic understanding of what that dog's needs might be Mm. and how they might fit into their family so that they're adopting the right dog and Mm -hmm. not bringing it back, that it's Mm -hmm. not falling back into the shelter system or worse, adopting an animal and then neglecting it because it's not meeting that human's expectations. Mm. So the right photograph and the right bio can help give us the right match. Yeah. Yeah. The value of HeartSpeak is just tremendous. And I'm so excited that uh, we're able to share this with listeners to Dog Words. If you are a photographer, professional or otherwise, but just someone who wants to give of their time, someone who wants to be of service, register with HeartSpeak. If you're a shelter or rescue group that wants to take advantage of the wonderful services that are offered by these photographers, HeartSpeak, and then shelters, volunteers, everyone can use the tutorials and help 
get these animals the right kind of exposure. One more lesson from HeartSpeak is one that we keep returning to on this show. Whether you use HeartSpeak or not, let them be an inspiration to you. Lisa and her friends and colleagues saw a need, and not only did you meet that need, you adjusted as you went along and realized the way we're approaching this is not the best way. We could be of greater service by adapting and evolving. And so just let that be a lesson to everyone. Take that first step. If you think there might be a way that you can be of service, whether it has anything to do with rescue animals or whatever is important to you, take that first step and then adapt and evolve. And if you don't want to run an organization, there's lots of great organizations out there like HeartSpeak that you can be a part of. Someone has already done the heavy lifting, and now you can jump in and be part of the team, and they'd love to have you. Oh, thank you. Again, links to everything we've talked about are going to be in the description for this episode. Lisa, if there's any updates on new programs or services that HeartSpeak offers, let me know and we'll circle back and do a follow-up interview and let people know. And again, thank you so much for the great work that you're doing and for taking time out of your day to talk to DogWords. Thank you so much for having me, Phil. It was really fun. You are welcome. I'm Phil Hatterman, and you've been listening to Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Thank you to Lisa Prince-Fischler, founder and executive director of Hearts Speak, for joining us today. The description has links to heartspeak.org, as well as direct links to the EDU Resource Library and the Images with Heart Stock Image Collection. Remember to watch our recent guest, The Canine Stars, on America's Got Talent, June 8th on NBC. Download the America's Got Talent app now so you're ready to vote. Download in the App Store or Google Play. Next time on Dog Words, we visit with American Ninja Warrior and dog advocate Rue Yori. Thank you to Alternative String Duo The Wires, featuring cellist Sasha Groshong and violinist Laurel Morgan Parks, for playing the wonderful music you've heard on today's and previous episodes of Dog Words. Supporting The Wires supports our mission. Learn more about The Wires at thewires.info and download their music on iTunes. Check out fiddlelife.com and learn to play fiddle and cello fiddle online from Laurel and Sasha, even if you've never played before. Celebrate five years of Rosie Fund by supporting our campaign to sponsor 50 dogs. Donate on our website, Facebook page, or making a purchase at bonfire.com. Links are in the description. Your donations help fund the Rosie Life Starter Kits for senior and harder-to-adopt dogs. As always, please download, follow, rate, and share Dog Words. This helps us with sponsorships, then Rosie Fund can help more dogs. Support Rosie Fund by following us on social media, and please subscribe to the free Rosie Fund YouTube channel. Send us your comments, questions, and suggestions at rosiefund.org and let us know if you would like to be a sponsor of Dog Words or a guest. Thank you for listening, and remember, we save each other. Mm-hmm.